Children, before we hear the next reading, I have a question for you. I want you to raise your hands, kiddos, if you've ever been in a play. Raise your hand if you've ever been in a play, maybe at school or maybe in your neighborhood. Hey, think about it for a minute. I want to hear from a couple of you. What part did you play in your play? What was your role? A dome. Do you remember a part? Hazel? What part did you play? The angel, was that in a pageant? Yeah, okay. Yeah, a dome. You were a shepherd? I'm seeing a theme, Jack. He was the villain. What villain in particular? He forgets his name. He repressed the whole thing. Okay, um, Anna Kate. You were Flopsy in Peter Rabbit. Um, yes, Rowan. You were a scarecrow from Peter Rabbit. All right, those are good answers. I want to hear, come find me in coffee hour. I want to hear about your other parts. Um, well, I'm asking about it because this week in our church is a special week called Holy Week. It's the week that leads up to Easter Sunday, next Sunday. And during Holy Week, we actually spend a lot of time acting out the story of Jesus' last week on earth before his death and his resurrection. So it's a little bit like a play, but it's a play about something that actually happened, unlike Peter Rabbit, right? So this morning, Palm Sunday, is the opening act of this Holy Week play, right? And I want to think about what parts did we get to play this morning? What parts do we have in this drama this morning? So here's a question. When we started out our morning by waving our palms and by crying, shouting out Hosanna and singing Hosanna, what part were we playing? What character in this story were we being? Think about that. Teenagers, you may need to help us here. Who were we pretending? Who were we acting like we were being? Theo. Yeah. The, the people that were crowding the streets and welcoming Jesus into Jerusalem. So we were saying the lines that they said, right? Hosanna. Hosanna to the king. Okay. But we have one more part to play. So kids, I want you to look in your leaflets and look ahead to page five, okay? In just a minute, we're going to read out loud the next part of the story, and we all have another speaking part. It's in bold. Who can tell me what our next role is? What's the next part that we all get to say, that we all get to play? So raise your hand if you think you found it. Nora. Yeah, so James, what do you notice? What are they saying? Yeah, away with this man, release to us Barabbas. And there's one more thing they say. Theo, what's the one more thing they say? Crucify him. That's right. Okay, so first we have the part of the crowds who are saying, Hosanna, blessed Jesus, you're blessed. And the next part we have to play is the people who say, crucify him. So isn't it weird isn't it funny that we have two such different roles to play in this drama? It's almost like you were doing a play of Frozen and someone said, I want you to play Hans and Kristoff, right? Wait a second, the good guy and the bad guy, people who praise Jesus and the people who want to get rid of him. Why would the church give us those lines to say? That's weird. Well, it's because saying both of those lines reminds us of something that's pretty important about our hearts. There are two basic ways that all of our hearts respond to God. And they're summed up in the phrases, Hosanna and crucify him. So Hosanna 
comes from the Hebrew phrase hoshia na, which means save, please. Or we might say, so the people who are saying that to Jesus were like saying, save me, right? And crucify him. The people who said that, that was a way of them saying, get rid of him. We don't want him as our king. He's getting in the way of what we want. So the people who were saying, crucify him, were basically saying to Jesus, go away. So people's hearts can respond to God by saying, save me or go away. Can you do that with your hands, kids? Save me or go away. So we're either saying, help me, God. I'm stuck. I need you. Or I want to do life my own way. I don't want you to tell me what to do. I don't want you to be my king. So think of that. When do we do that? Any time that we pray for forgiveness or we pray for healing or we pray for somebody we know, we're saying, save me. But when do we say, go away? What if my little sister does something really mean and unfair, and I decide I don't want to respond the way Jesus taught me to respond, right? I want to do this my way. I want to be mean right back. That's kind of a way of saying, Jesus, go away. Don't stop me. This time I want to do what I want to do. So the lines that we have in this story this morning remind us of those two attitudes toward God that we can have. They're always fighting it out in our hearts. Save me or go away. And that's an important thing for us to remember. And it's why we needed Jesus to come and rescue us, because our hearts have this fight happening inside them. So we're about to hear and then say the next part of the story. Um, And after you've said your lines, kids, I have a challenge for you. So you're going to need to find a pencil or a pen. If you can read, you'll want a pencil or a pen. And here's the challenge. As you hear this story, I want you to follow along and circle all of the characters that we meet in this story, Okay, Circle the names of all the characters that we meet in this story. Who are all the other people in this story? And if you don't read yet, you can use your ears and just listen along and notice, Okay. And as you do that, I want you to think about this. Which attitude did each of these people have toward Jesus? at this point in the story, were their hearts saying, save me, or were their hearts kind of saying, go away? Okay, so use your listening ears as we hear this next part of the story. 